There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dentons and Doritos is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop role-playing podcast. I'm Cap, and I play Jamela Dalla Egbert III, Mistress of the Steam Tunnels. I'm Colin, and I play Bartholomew Elfgar Gleeman, who is a roguish Gleeman with uh, problems. <laughs> I'm Lefty Lucy, and I play Lefty, the Pirate Queen, who's not so good with boats. And I'm Rule, and I play everybody else. Except this time, uh, you've actually got some help. Making his Dungeons and Doritos debut, we have Doug of Ghostbusters Resurrection, our Ghostbusters role-playing podcast. Hello, I'm Doug, and I'm I'm playing a special uh, character just for D and D. He's not a Ghostbuster. Man, we could really <laughs> use some Ghostbusters up in this piece. When was the last time you fought a ghost in this game? Uh, Man, what, what do you mean? When was the last time we fought a ghost? That whole fucking town was full of ghosts. More like no, most of those were just monsters. Well, we did fight uh, vampires and werewolves in uh, last season of Ghostbusters Resurrection, so I do have some experience. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. We'll see how you mitigate this particular situation. But before we dive into the adventure, well, there's plenty to cover, um, plenty of Doritos flavors to taste, uh, because in real world time, it's actually been a bit of a uh, long while since we've recorded. So... Ooh, we got a lot to eat. And then also we have we have Dorito gifts from, from the fans. We have Dylan, a.k.a. Jade Numi, said, uh, Dear Nerdy Show, here's some taco Doritos that are near Yay. to my own area in Tennessee. Enjoy these taco Doritos and have a phantasmal day. I think that's what that says. Phantasmal. But not just classic taco Doritos, which are not available in our hometown of Orlando, Florida, um, but also 
Taco Explosion, a new variety of Doritos mix. It's a new, it's, it, they've released two Doritos mixes in America, Taco Explosion and also Nacho Explosion, I believe is the other one. Not che- no, cheese, cheese Explosion. explosion. Yeah. explosion. yeah, different types of it. And, and, and these, these things, they have not just Dorito shapes in them, but also Dorito Dinamita shapes in them and weird swirly things. Then also like, like mystical they triangles. They look so good. They look like Twizzlers. They look so good. I want to eat them now. Oh, let's dip into the Taco Explosion right now. Uh, and oh, and each of them are different flavors. So the the stick is taco, the the Dorito is spicy nacho, the triangle is salsa, and the swirl is sour cream. Ooh! So get as much in one bite as you can, and see what what happens to your mouth. Mm. Like, I'm receiving all these extra gifts, and I haven't done shit yet. <laughs> this is the best deal ever. Those are all your guys. I've had these like the nacho cheese things and like the mix, and I'm not a big fan of like the texture. Have you had the taco one? It's not really. It's <clears> the 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 text like the 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 shape of the chips kind of messes it all up. It's like it's not right. Just doesn't feel natural. It's a purist. Yeah. If oh, my, we sh- didn't crunch off. Oh. We got we got so many chips we can't possibly crunch off. Right, we try. crunched on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing if I can put these together. Like use the little triangle one to connect the spiral and the stick. I like Talk- it. Oh, I jumped the gun. Mm. Shit, I'm sorry. Did you skip ahead? Yeah, I ate cheese explosion. Well. Um, I'd like to say the taco is great, especially since in Orlando we don't have normal taco Doritos. So this is like a, it's like a spicy taco, kind of. Because there's a spicy nacho Dorito and then a taco, and then yeah, it all works really well. Now let's let's do the cheese since Colin jumped the gun on that. Open this fresh bag. Sounds good to me. Doug, what are the flavors in that? Mmm. <clears throat> It Ooh, says, uh, licking there's, the there's... powder off your fingers from the taco is pretty great. <laughs> it says there's a uh, nacho cheese, jumpin' jack cheese, mm-hmm. four cheese, and spicy nacho. Cool. So, there's a... okay. and I'm and... not used to having variety in one bag. <laughs> <laughs> and can can you hand me the the green and orange bag over there, Doug? Because this is another welcome, combo. Welcome, this, welcome to the, the show, Doug. This is this is an older chip that isn't I don't th- think even available anymore, and hopefully it's still going to be good. This is a fusion of che- uh, Cheetos Flamin' Hot and Doritos Dinamita Chile Limon. I'm so excited and so scared a, about these this chips. Is a fucking bastard. Oh shit! It. Uh, I opened it up. It does not smell fresh. Um. So let me uh let me eat some anyway. Because the flavor dust is still good, even if the chips are stale. Well, it expired in September, so. I'm really digging the cheese explosion, though. Mm. Like when you, if you can get a handful and mix all of that together. Oh, yeah. Ditto. Yeah, I've been I eating one of each. I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. I don't God, know. I'll the be the hex on this one. Hot. Wow. Um. Uh. Th- oh, Jesus. This these Cheetos things. It actually would have been great had it been fresh. Hmm. If anyone else is brave enough to do that, I don't. Oh man, my bag's great. Okay, I'm trying mine. If Collins is great, maybe mine is great. Maybe travel saved it. <laughs> Either that. Doug is shaking his head. No way in hell. <laughs> Not the uh, way those spelled out. No. Mm. Mm. I gotta say, well, yeah, mine are pretty great too. Yeah, the the, the flaming hot with the chili. Woo, son! <laughs> this is good for me. I need these. This is great. I have a small head cold. Mm. This is perfect. I can't wait to share these with my roommate. Oh man! Oh my God! There's Doritos and Cheetos in the bag. What? Yep. 
Mm. Woo! The Cheetos are real flaming hot. Lefty, you should put these Cheetos in your nose. <laughs> we gotta go through those as well. Oh yeah, we gotta keep going. We gotta keep Jeez, going. This is man. not the end. Jesus and I gotta Christ, say, Cap. the the nacho mix is really pointless. I, I think I think it's a good texture, but it's really pointless. The, the taco mix is the only the only story in town. Uh, do, um, the cheese explosion you're saying is no good. The not yeah the not the the cheese explosion yeah, yeah whatever it's like but the taco That's one. Basic. Now, now Doug's cracked open, a, or not Doug, uh, Rules cracked open a, a bag of, uh, of taco. classic taco, so enjoy that. But we got to switch over to right. some, some exclusives from Costco. Costco releases a couple exclusive Doritos flavors a year in gigantic-ass bags. Costco released Wild White Nacho twice, uh, once in 2015, once in 2016, and then now, uh, also in 2016, Supreme Cheddar. So lots of weird cheese flavors coming out of Costco. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the Supreme Cheddar. I'm into it. I'm, I'm, try I'm trying wild these white. wild white nachos right now. Let me get that wild white nacho. I, well, it's hard for me to get into it because you, like, packing taped it together. I'm just trying to steal the freshness, man. I'm not going <laughs> to mail you a gigantic Costco bag. Think about it. <laughs> i got to be mm. honest. They're all starting to taste the same. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Send him out of the studio. <laughs> he does not have the... He the does standout not have the is taste. the taco. The taco... Uh, that has been the favorite, yeah, mm -hmm. forever. That's, that's the standout one that actually tastes oh. different. But like the yeah, the, the four cheese, the, the, the cheese explosion, explosion. And the cheese explosion. Yeah, cheese explosion's great. Uh, but like this 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 Costco stuff just tastes like I don't know the variations. wild white nacho. I it does have like a queso taste to it, like oh, a, that yeah. white cheese, like like a. It's just so subtle. Hit, yeah, it's hit, a hit subtle, me with that. Hit me with the wild white. Like that quick queso fresca. I'm trying the supreme cheddar now. I'm getting hints of. I actually really like the wild white nacho. You know who would like the wild white nacho? Who? X. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like any of them. Well, the supreme cheddar just tastes like the the regular Doritos to me. I was thinking the same thing. It's it's a little more cheddary, but honestly, both of these. I just had the wild white. They both feel like Doritos. That while they're doing all the creative stuff in Japan. Yeah. They. They are just repurposing cheeses from other products on Doritos now. They, uh, yeah. We got yeah. we got Cheetos and Supreme Cheddar, and then Wild White. That's just dust from that fucking fake ass, um, uh, you know, popcorn bags. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? Maybe that's why I like it because I'm so. Yeah, I'm so I love that like White Cheddar popcorn oh, yeah. stuff, man. Yeah. I want another like teriyaki beef one. I like the well, the pirate booty. In in in, in the, on yeah. the theme. Popcorn. You're right. It is very pirate booty. <laughs> booty. <laughs> On the theme of all the, the, the various kinds of cheeses and tacos we've eaten today, we have one international flavor, and this is hot and sour tacos. Ooh. That sounds awesome. You know, everything we've gotten from Japan has been just amazing. Describe yep. this bag. Is it, is it supposed to be like the hot and sour soup? Uh, who can tell? Ooh. No, but if you look at the bag, though, it's got oh, like... Oh, it smells so good. It's got like, you know, jalapenos. I still remember those like squid Doritos. On squid it Doritos? Yes, they were like squid flavored. They were awesome. There's yeah. flames on it with 300%, and then there's I like was a, a, fan a of the lime and taco and some chili. Some Looks like jalapenos on there. Oh yeah. my God, this is going to be spicy. So, you can smell it. Let's do a real, let's do an authentic crunch off. I can't on this read one. Japanese, right. but on the back, it looks like warning labels. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. I love. Oh man, ignite you. One of your you. friends like, on Facebook. Your own <laughs> ignite you. Oh no. Oh, right, smelling it. All right, are we crunching off? Yep. Yeah. Here, are you ready? Yeah. All right, three, two, one. Delicious. Whoa. Whoa. 
That is it's unique. like a legitimate taco. That wow. is what I'm talking about, where it's like they don't, it, this one does not taste anything like the others. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's like, yeah, you're, you're right, Lefty. That's like biting into a taco straight up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with lime even taste, on the top of it? Yeah. Um, like even like lime, the lettuce. Yeah, the lime just kicked in. And the beef. Yeah, that's weird how that took, t- I feel took like its time, it's an right? Everlasting, or it's like, it's like one of those those things that, yeah, an everlasting gobstopper. Yeah, where you go, you, there's different layers of flavor. Uh-huh. And like a hint of lettuce hit up hit that yeah. one mm-hmm. after you eat that. Wow! I get, there's sour cream in here. More. There's beef. There's tomatoes. Oh yeah. wow! Meanwhile, eat, eat the regular taco right after biting one of those, and the regular taco tastes different. Yeah, like the taco. Well, I I don't have any regular taco, but I have some taco explosion, so I can do that. Tastes so like more beef. Yeah, that's it like makes Although, it pop a little bit more. I do have to say that with every single Japanese Dorito that we have tried, um, not only are their bags superior, um, mm-hmm. they also have that like kind of that sweet undertaste of the corn yeah. chip. Yeah, true. Uh, it's a different base chip. Mm-hmm. It, well, because food in Japan, in general, you can eat what would be garbage food in America. You could go eat like an entree at. 7-Eleven, and the yeah. quality of food that they that is just standard for them is so above the the low as hell standards of America that even yeah. food like Doritos is just way better for you in general. You guys discussed that in the uh, the microsode with um, where Jessica's trip to Japan. Yeah, I I also had an addendum to that is that um, when we would travel to Denmark, we also ate in the 7-Eleven, and it was just as good. Basically, everywhere except the states, if you are. Eating food somewhere, you're not going to get – there's not like, you know, crap that's been on a roller for 15 years. You know yeah. what I mean? And when I went to Germany, I ate at a Burger King and a McDonald's. Both of them yep. were better. Yep. We ate at McDonald's too. It's crazy. And the flavors. God, we, we, they, they're they repurposing bullshit from other chips. And there's this yeah. taco thing. I've never had anything that tastes like it before. I know. That was amazing. Of all, the, Yeah. It's so amazing. They, they do so many different varieties of taco flavor, but they've never once brought anything that tasted remotely like that to this. The station. cheese explosion is so freaking bland now compared to that. <laughs> like, I was like, Why oh, I'm digging the cheese explosion. And now I'm like, after eating that, I'm like, dude, it doesn't even compare. I wonder, you know, this kind of tastes like, okay. So, remember when we went on the food crawl? Yeah. How could I forget? And we went to um, Taco China. Uh-huh. And one of the tacos tasted like this. It's bringing me back. Hmm. I think hmm. it was the pork belly for some reason. I don't know why. Well, I mean, it's it's an exceptional chip. They um, need to make a blood I sausage. I can't stop eating burrito. it. It's so good. It's just delicious. Mm. Mm. Oh, thank you guys for inviting me on this episode of uh, <laughs> Dungeons and Doritos. I don't know what the dungeon part comes in, but the Doritos are yeah. fantastic. <laughs> well, this is what it really show, it pops in eventually, but we spend a good chunk of the episode doing this. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is what this show is. It's actually a Doritos um, tasting show. <laughs> Before we do the adventure, one one more thing to stall the adventure happening. I just want to say that Dungeons and Doritos and all the shows in the Nerdy Show Network are entirely listener supported. That means your direct contributions make all of our shows possible. This one included, and the ability for us to purchase these Doritos. If you aren't so awesome that you outright send them to us, thanks again, Jade Numi. So there's ways to help. You go to nerdyshow.com slash support. You can give us a one-time donation. You can subscribe to our Patreon where we have all kinds of Dungeons and Doritos-based perks. If you back us at $5 or more, we even have an episode that's out of continuity. We've got all kinds of behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, like, the Dungeons and Doritos perks are extensive. In fact, early releases happen there sometimes of different content that's not ready to be 
like fin- like it's not so finished that it's going out to the general public yet. You should check it out if you if you, if that piques your interest at all. Consider donating even just a couple bucks. Um, still gets you a lot of cool stuff. And then also, if you shop on Amazon, anything you buy through our Amazon links gives back to Nerdy Show. NerdyShow.com slash Amazon. You can make that Amazon link your only portal to Amazon. Then everything you inadvertently buy will give back to us. And that means the world. And finally, if monetary contributions are out of the question, you can rate and review us on iTunes. And then finally, we have a very touching comment to D&D from Jeremy Chronotyrant Mannion, who said, I wanted to simply say thank you. I started listening to your podcast back in 2010 while helping my parents deal with my father's declining health due to a losing battle with lung cancer. It began with Dungeons and Doritos and grew from there. Your enthusiasm for a game that I had long since abandoned was infectious. I started playing it when I was but a small boy of nine. Not to believe my age, but that's 22 years ago. I lost the love of the game long ago, and you helped me reclaim it. Beyond that, you helped my ailing father recapture his love of the game, too. I ran many an adventure for him, my mother, and select family right up until his passing. Not only did you bring a smile to my face, but you brought out the child in him right up to the end. It was an incredible way to lift his spirits, and I have no proper words with which to thank you. I have journeyed along with with you on every other show since then. I'm not active on the forums and haven't been able to donate to your fantastic network up to this point, so I've never found an avenue through which to say thanks like this. So again, thank you for all the great things you do. Every time I see a new episode from one of your fine programs, it always brightens my day. Wow. That's Uh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, thank you so much, Jeremy. Um, It's one of the most, like, uh, emotionally disarming messages we've ever gotten, <laughs> and I'm yeah. I'm honored that we could do do a service to you like that, and you and your father like that. I'm it's um absolutely amazing to me. Um, well, there go all my plans for dick and fart jokes. <laughs> 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 but anyway, we've stalled long enough. It's been far too long. Wait, can the rest of us still make dick and fart jokes? Yeah, just not Doug. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> banned for life. Daldap, what the fuck happened last time? Well, funny you should mention that. Um, well, strange things. Okay, so here's the dealio, yo. So the crow went to the north. They almost got killed, but these, uh, these big burly northmen said, Hey, uh, so, uh... You might be small, and we'd like to kill and rape you. It'd be real fun, you know. Um, but, uh, we have a flying ship. A ship that sails through the sky. And, um, we think that you can probably figure that out, because a bunch of puny wimps just like you were inside of it, and only two survived. They took Black Pepper Jack as collateral and told the rest of our crew to go out and rescue these mages from the Isle of Mages, if you can believe that plot throwback, from another group of big burly men who stole them. And, well, surprisingly, our heroes made short work of them. They were just uh, chuckling right on through that that mess of blood and gore and all that, and then Barty ate a person. <laughs> How about that? I, I now, hey, we we've all been there, am I right? <laughs> but not him. And that it was, it was pretty gross. I mean, you can at least, you know, if you're gonna eat somebody, you can at least be dignified about it. But not not Barty Gleeman. He's a real mess. And why did Barty do that? You might ask. Why did he do that? Because the stupid little bastard's a werewolf now. <laughs> What a dummy! 
So now, they can bring the, the mage that they rescued back. And uh, in return, the Vikings will inform them and how, how, uh, in, in, in what they know about shapeshifters. We'll see what that is. I bet it's a big wet fart. <laughs> On to you, game master. guys are traveling back to the broken ship, hoping to meet the scouts uh, that the Vikings had said would be sitting there waiting for you every day at sunset. Yes, that is what they said. Hi, Jamela here. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, uh, you, yes, <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what um, that's what was said. So uh, how's that going? Well, it's it's going well. You're you're walking. You're doing a great job at it. <laughs> Next caller. So you guys are walking. You're heading back. Uh, you finally get back towards uh, the ship. You can see it from where you're at, but you've got a couple hours to wait. The weather looks like it's starting to turn, though. Um, storm clouds coming in. You, really, there's nothing. You don't know where to go from here to get back to the Viking village. So you're kind of at this broken ship. Nobody's there yet. Are you guys spending time doing anything, or are you just going to... Just hang out and wait. Well, where's Jack? He's with the Vikings. They took him mm. as collateral. Well, I know, but is he at the at the ship or is he back at the camp? No, they left. They were going to send a scout here at sun, like sunset, at twilight. So you, he would meet you guys at twilight, and then you guys would he would take you back. So because they didn't know how long it was going to take for you guys to track him down, capture this guy, these these uh, Southlanders, and bring them back. They figured they would just send somebody once a day to wait for three hours and then head back and, you know, for a few days. And if you showed, then great. If not, then, well, then they'd probably kill and eat Jack. Sounds good to me. Oh, so I take it that we'll be waiting for a while then. Just, just a couple hours, probably. Oh, no, I meant like, you know, like miss the next one, waits until Jack gets eaten, and then, um... I, I just assumed that was Body's plan. Um, uh, definitely. Can we can we just like you know wander around, uh, look for look for the people ourselves? Yeah, but I mean, you also have the the, the impending deadline of you turning into a werewolf. Ah, it's happening anyway. Might as well just accept it. And possibly eat your friends. You really feel that way? You really like? Oh yeah, sure, whatever. You just ate somebody. So what's gonna happen? You guys gonna hang out here or? Yeah. Uh, well, I think that we'll probably kick it with the uh, Palava the Mage. And maybe have him uh, show us around the inside of his ship a little bit while we're waiting. You said like it's going to be a couple hours. Yeah. Until somebody shows up. Yeah. I'd love a tour of the ship. Okay. It's really the the, the ship, especially from Lefty's point of view, is remarkably, stupidly simple. Um, it's completely unlike your ship. There's no cabins. There's plenty of room for crates and boxes, and and there are some in there. For supplies, but mostly it's just seating with oars and room to, to, to operate the, the, the sail. There's a rudder in the back. Um, I mean, it's just so deceptively stupid, but so perfect in its design that you could see yourself being able to go anywhere, up a river, across the ocean, in the middle of a storm. The fact that this thing flies is really just like, well, yeah, of course it does. It's a brilliant design of a ship. 
you're kind of jealous that this is this is in the air, not on the water. Hmm. Can can we land it on the water? Go for a joyride? It would probably yeah, if you could get it there, yeah. Though it would sink because it crashed into a hill in its current state. There's probably a big hole, right? Right, right. It'd all have to be fixed first, and you're not going to be able to carry this thing from here down back to the ocean. You'd have to completely dismantle it and put it back together at the ocean. Why not just build one near the ocean? True. Got it. So. Uh, hey, hey, Palava, can you show us to these um the the runes you were talking about? The runes that make this fly. He does, He shows you the runes are almost everywhere, especially along the keel of the boat. Which is I don't know. It's like the spine of the boat. There's there's runes all all across that just written, and it's you know none of it makes sense. Uh, the, the mast itself has bands of runes that go from all the way from the bottom all the way up. Every few feet, there's another band of runes. So even the sail has around the, the edges of the sail has runes on it. So apparently all of these runes have to interconnect in order for this magic to work. And since the mast was broken and the ship is now broken from landing on the ground from the storm, that disruption in the runes was enough to kind of destroy the magic and cause it to sink. So I see. The problem here is that not only do we need to put the ship back together to it re-interconnect the runes, but then the ones that have been damaged have to be re- remade with whatever magics created them? Correct. But we have extensive documentation on that. Recreating the runes that were there inch by inch is not a problem. It's the magic that makes those runes work. Because we've carved the same runes in the exact same way on the exact same type of ship we built, and it just goes nowhere. So these runes have to be, there's some material or some process or some magic that is instilled in the use of these runes that we don't have the ability to replicate. Hopefully the Vikings will have some kind of clues as to what kind of Northlanders made these to begin with, since they've never seen a flying ship before. Well, and these ships are their design. These are the same ships that they use on their on the water. They use these ships to travel across the oceans, to travel anywhere they want to go. They live on these ships for months at a time. So this is nothing that any Southlander has ever made or does make. So it's just a, two pieces of a puzzle. You need the runes, and then you need a ship. You put them together, you get a flying ship. You need the runes, you need the ship, and then you need to know how the runes were made and or activated in order to make the magic work. Well, right, but considering the fact that you, you know, want to study me because I am your test subject, uh, you are our slave. Well, no. Okay. I, I hope not. Why am I your slave? Because you are the slave to knowledge, my friend. A slave to knowledge. I'm sorry, I was snacking on some Doritos while you were just blathering, like, don't use the slave. No one needs to be a slave. This is a... I mean, look, at the end of the day... We're all, um, we're all one step away from being, uh, captives or bloodstains in the wake of the Northlanders. So we're all in the same boat here. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you for picking up on that. A Le- little bit of levity. Palava, you're not a slave. Don't listen to this asshole. Asshole. Okay. So, uh, how, what's going to happen when these Northlanders come? Are they like the other ones? Um, if I had to guess, I would say they're probably not... Oh, they're probably not very different, no. Um, the difference is that these ones have a bargain with us, which so far they seem honorable enough that they're going to keep. Okay. Well, then I guess there's nothing much more to it but to wait. Uh, 
unless you guys have any ideas about how to get this ship in the air. What do we do if they don't keep it? Ah, we'll kill them. Well, how it's what you, we do. How did you guys get here? Well, the thing is, yeah, we we do have um we have a boat that's hopefully still there. Um, we could run away right now. That is an an option, uh, hypothetically. Except How is that an option? That we, we came here for this purpose. We yeah, came here yeah, to, it, to oh, find the Northlanders and get their information. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mala, we're, we're, you're, you're, you're making no sense. As in, we could do that. We could run away with no information whatsoever about about you and your situation that we came here to solve. But we're not going to do that. So, yeah, we gotta we gotta take care of our friend who's a werewolf. That's that's a big. I'm not a werewolf. We gotta take care of our friend who's a werewolf. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the problem here. That's what's keeping us here. Otherwise, sure, we'd be gone, and you could lead us right back to the Isle of Mages, and we could just I don't know go rescue your friend maybe. But yeah, we got we have to do this. It's a there's royalty involved. It's a whole deal. Okay. All right. Well. But, but the point is, if, if they are like the other group and they try to betray us or kill us, we have an escape plan. Uh, Do we have an escape plan? You, with your sword. That's our escape plan. Yeah, oh, yeah that usually seconds. works. Yeah, it always works. Uh, what are you talking about? Always. I mean, you are a werewolf now, Barty. I am not a werewolf, damn it! Have you have I turned into a wolf? Have you seen me? Have you seen Jaws come out of my mouth? Have you seen... Have you seen... Uh, I don't... No, hey, I'm not a werewolf. You... You, you, you ate a person today, Barty, and I know that's probably a lot to deal with, and I'm very sorry that you're dealing with it right now, and I must be really scoring with your head, but, um, you're a werewolf, deal with it. Now, and as, Palava, as much as I would like to appear... And you're a bitch, Jamala, uh, deal with it. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, duh. <laughs> Now, as much as I would like to uh, be cunning enough to have a plan other than uh, kick a bunch of ass and leave real quick, that, that is what we've got right now, unfortunately. We, um, we, we don't have a lot to work with here. Well, at least I'm not in the clutches of those other ones, so I'll call that a win. Yeah, you're welcome. I, thank you for exactly. not eating me. Yeah, you, yeah I'm, a, I'm a werewolf. Watch out. <laughs> Now you're getting the hang of it. Sunset comes and you see the Northlander scout approaching. He's got a very large bow. He stands a few feet away from you. He obviously sees you. Then he turns around and starts walking back to the village. So we follow you then? We're just going to follow you? All right, here we go. All right, (laughs) away we go. So uh, in the meantime, it starts raining again. Well, it starts raining. 
you guys are huddled up. The rain is cold. It's like ice hitting you. It is just freezing. Um, so you really bundling up in your clothes, trying to keep the wet off of you as much as possible. He takes you down into a, a small forest, and on the other side of it, you can start to hear the ocean again. And you see as a, like a break in the trees and some hills. And you see a bunch of wooden, like little wooden houses, more like huts. Some of them are even partially kind of built into the hill. You see uh, women, children, men, all giants as far as you guys are concerned, uh, milling around. Um, Graybeard and a few of his band are heading out at the, like the, the fence that surrounds the village to meet you. And they take a one look at the mage, look him up and down. Good job. Damn right. We killed eight people. So, how do we make the ship fly? I, I looked at Palava and see that I should probably be the one to do the talking. The interior of the boat is covered in runes. The whole boat is covered. The mast is covered in runes. It's all covered in runes. And that's one gigantic spell. He and his people tried to replicate a boat with those runes, and it didn't work. So, it can be fixed. He's certain he can fix it. But only if we can get some information on those runes and what they might mean and how to use that kind of magic. What's a rune? All the little shapey things all over the boat. The little signs, the symbols. They're on the mast. The scratches? The dwarf letters. Well, that's a... Dwarf letters? I looked at Palava. Did you know these were dwarf, dwarf letters and not Northlander letters? I didn't know that dwarves were still around in the north. Look back to Greybeard? Uh, yeah, I think so. You, so you think you know where there's some dwarves who write like this? Yeah. Well, they might be there. We haven't talked to them in, I don't know, a hundred years. We tried to kill them all. Oh, that's helpful. <laughs> uh, so, so for example, if we were to knock on the dwarf door and say, Oh, hello, um, uh, would you mind lending us some runes? They'd be like, Oi, piss off! Or whatever a dwarf sounds like. <laughs> Wait this off? <laughs> Probably. Maybe not. I don't know. You could try. Well, Again, you're super helpful, Greybeard. You're really you Hey, where's where's Black Pepper Jack, by the way? We brought we brought back the information, we took care of the mage. Where's the son of a bitch that I'm gonna kill? Uh, about that. He kind of escaped. Ah, son of a bitch. Well, we I thought we it. had made progress. What did we say? What did I say, friends? He's gonna come back and he's gonna uh you should have let me kill him. Jamala, This I'm blaming this personally on you. Uh, Lefty and I, uh, it, it, our, our eyes meet, and I think we maybe have the same thought simultaneously of, oh, no, he's back at the ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we need to get back to that ship now. Yep. Yeah, I can send some men. It's kind of our fault anyways. We might have implied that we would eat him. Oh. <laughs> ah. And then, and then, of course, there's the matter of we would love some information about... Berserkers, the, uh... The Berserker gang? Yeah. Well, you haven't made the ship fly. Well, but we can't make the ship fly unless we find out the runes, um, and then once we so find the runes, we can't dwarves. find the runes if we talk to the dwarves, which you haven't talked to in a hundred years. So what, what are we supposed to do? Well, you let our guy go? Where's the collateral? Nothing. You're pointless. All right, all right, all right, all right. Settle down. It's our fault that he escaped. He got a little drunk. We might have implied we would eat him. Fell asleep. He walked away. So we kind of owe you one. Fell asleep. What? You're supposed to be tacticians. You told us about how great you were and all all these fantastic 
Man. He's no threat to us. If he killed one of us in our sleep, he would have died trying. And maybe succeeding, but he would have died. He's no threat to us, so why not? You didn't think he might try to run away? You were just letting him walk around like a free dog? I'll be honest, I didn't expect you to make it back. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Look, look, look. Well, we got to get back to the so ship you. then. Clearly. Well, yeah, but like I said, I, I, owe, I owe you, and I like my debts paid. I'll go ahead, and we'll, we'll send you to the Berserker Gang, being as, you know, the full moon is tonight or tomorrow night. Uh, exactly. It's right around great. the corner. This werewolf's getting pissed. Oh, so now you're a werewolf, Barty. <laughs> hey, I'm a werewolf when it fucking matters. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see how it is. That's right. He's a werewolf in the streets and... uh. Party in the Gleaming in the sheets. How unfortunate it's not the other way around. Hey, well, some ladies like a soft touch. Is that what you're calling it, Barty? I'm not opposed to some doggy style every once in a while. <laughs> Moving on. Full moon, we can we can talk. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to meet the Berserker gang? Yes, please. <laughs> All right, so yeah. where are these? All right, fine, fine. T- send us to these berserkers. At least we'll no, have something. No, 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 no. Just you. The rest of you guys aren't worthy. What? That's right. These are Bro- these are Broden's chosen warriors. Finally, the Gleeman's getting the recognition that is due. Okay, uh, come with me, Gleeman. The rest of you, uh, we'll introduce you to the scouts, and you guys can plan for your trip to the dwarves. It'll take several days. You'll have to cross the dragon's bed. What's the dragon's bed? It's a it's a, a part of the valley that the legend is the dragons a dragon sleeps under the rocks there and it snores or sneezes and it, when it does it comes out of the rocks and kills people. Uh, have you ever? Okay, so maybe we stick together. We go follow as close as we can for the berserker thing and hang out. And if Barty needs backup, we'll be there. And then we can all go deal with this dragon together huh Uh, yeah because uh hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Greybeard, have you in your lifetime ever ever known there to be an actual dragon there? Or is it just a stupid name? I've never been there, but I have no reason to believe that there is a dragon there or there isn't. Because we've fought dragons before, but not with just two people. Much as, as as awesome as I am, I just I feel like you know, you're short, you're, if we, if it's just the two of us on this, going to the dwarves. Oh, we'll send scouts up to that area, and and the the, the berserker gang 
Barty will go with you too. He's only going to need to be with the the Broden's people for uh, maybe a day or two before uh-huh. you leave. Ah, so in the meantime, we'll we'll be here uh, preparing for the journey. Sure. Wonderful. Great. I love days off. Uh, perhaps then, in, in the in the interim, we might want to uh, make sure that our craft is protected from the interference of Black Pepper Jack, or that perhaps he's tracked down. Sure, we can send you on a ship out there and. On a long ship, and you can go visit your boat. Splendid, delightful, and um. So, so let me get this straight. While while he's with Broden's people, you guys are going to leave and leave Barty here at the village, right? It sounds like they're not going to let us anywhere near him. So unless we want to be like all Nancy Drew sneaking up on him, <laughs> Barty, you're cool with that? Oh yeah, cool as a cucumber. Okay. Have fun at summer camp, Barty. <laughs> Try not to die. <laughs> Marty, you are escorted uh, by the rest of the by, by uh, basically an honor guard of mm-hmm. of Northland warriors. That's right. Taking you uh, out of the village through a wooded path and to a longhouse, which is sitting in the hill, a hilltop clearing. It's just a big long wooden like log house that's got. Smoke coming from the uh, middle of the house through like an opening in the roof. Um, two large doors. As you approach, the guards there open the doors. As you know, you're just walking up the stairs towards the stairs. Nobody's even looking twice at you. They, they're just completely focused on on looking straight ahead, not looking you in the eye. What you walk into, and it's best to describe this in modern terms, is a gym. You walked into like Planet Fitness. You've got all these basically half-naked, immensely muscled, immense, they're giant men to begin with. And they are, they've got at least 100 pounds on you uh, soaking wet. They are massive men. And they are just, they're lifting rocks. They're lifting, they've got like bundles of sticks lashed together with rocks on either side, giant boulders. And they're just lifting them over their heads, shouting, and then lowering it down and pushing it back up in the air and up and down and it's just this cacophony of grunts and and rocks landing on the ground as they're being dropped down and guys slapping their muscles on their chest like like gorillas and hooting and then going back and just doing it again over at some other place are there any ladies there doing that stuff there's two and they're just like the men. They're not. They're. 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 they're you. You would almost not even associate. Like if you saw this woman, these women in armor on the battlefield, you would not have noticed that they were women. Their. Their. Their muscles are this. Like their biceps are the size of Barty's head. They're. they're and I got just, a pretty big head. 
There is a, I mean, and they're from all ages. There's young, young, like teenage looking guys. And there's this one guy, he looks like he's probably in his 60s. He has a long gray beard all the way down to his belt. A huge mane of white hair. Um, As you walk in, he finishes, you know, pushing up rocks up like three or four more times. Drops those down, looks over at you, grabs his shirt, kind of dries himself off and starts heading in your direction. And All right. Well, I stand my I stand my ground and I fa- face him ready to ready to do whatever it is that I need to do. When he gets he gets within six seven inches of you, you're oh. staring directly at the like the lower level of his pecs. And they're like they, they, you have no peripheral vision. This is all you see is just this guy's hairy chest. And he leans his head down. He just starts sniffing at you. He spits I, off I to the side. Start sniffing him back. Maybe it's a ritual. How's it smell? <laughs> it smells like sweaty giant. Uh, he pushes you just lightly just you can tell by the, the the posture of his hand that it's like a light push and you're almost knocked on your ass you've taken three or four steps back you're a pup a pup you're just a puppy what are you doing here what do you mean what i'm i'm here to find information i i was bitten by a i was bitten by a were well first of all <laughs> my name is bartholomew elkar gleeman uh, yeah i don't care about your name why are you here i am here I'm seeking information. I was bitten by a werewolf, and I would like to not become one of these monsters. What's a werewolf? I was bit by a giant, a person that turns into a wolf when the moon is full. That is a werewolf. Oh, you three here. Three more come up next to him. This one's a bear. This one's a stag. This one's a wolf. And I'm a wolf. You're a pup. Ah. you, were you bit? Were you bit by a were stag? <laughs> we were all blessed by Broden. We weren't bitten. We were touched by gods. Well, uh, for me, it was not definitely not a, a touch by a god. It was a it was a, a foul, wretched creature who had no control over their faculties of as a human being. They were a wild animal monster, and I was I do not want to become a wild monster. So they were still beasts. Yes. They hadn't. And I, they hadn't learned to dominate their 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 the animal inside them. They were betas. I, I think they choose not to. I, I that's my that's why I'm here. I I have sought information as to how to stop this. How to not become one of these things. I I don't want to be a werewolf. Then you're an idiot. You can leave now. It, Pardon? Excuse me? Why would you not want to be a wolf? A mindless creature who would uh, attack no, my no, attack no, my comrades. No, 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 no. That's what you let it do. Why don't you want to be better than that? Well, of course I want to be better than that, but there's no information as to whether or not I could be better than that. You're not thinking like a wolf, are you? That's why you're a pup. You're just sucking on another wolf's teeth. You're just a, you're a stupid little animal. You don't belong here. Go. Excuse me? Sucking on another wolf's teat? You're nothing but a little, tiny, whiny, little thing. I will show you what I am. I don't care. You don't have to show me. You have to show the animal inside you. 
well, I pull out, I'll show you the animal inside me, and I pull out my rapier and a dagger in the other hand. Show me. I will, and I throw my dagger. Okay, roll it. Throwing dagger. I rolled an 11. Okay, roll damage. Uh, six plus eight, so 14. Wow, nice. So it buries itself up to the hilt right into his chest. He doesn't move. He pulls it out. He looks at it. Not a bad throw. Tosses it to the ground. And you watch oh, You watch that knife wound just start to heal itself up. Oh. Uh, so that was a mistake. I, you are clearly a very powerful creature that I am uh, just a pup. I, you are right. I am sucking on teats left and right. <laughs> All the teeth are sucked on by me. I and you are clearly you the. It, you think it's because I'm. Wolf. You think it's because I'm strong that I'm an alpha wolf. Pick anybody in this room. Uh, you, uh well, uh, it's very clear that um, I don't. You, I should. Hmm. Uh, that Just, guy over there. Okay, he walks up to him. This other guy walks up. And he's got this big shit-eating grin on his face. He picks up the, 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 the long, gray-bearded berserker gang, picks up the knife, walks up to the other guy, and just smacks it right into his chest and walks away. And that guy looks at it and pulls it out and starts healing. Ah. You want to, you want to not be this. Look at us! Uh, well, I mean, I would love... I'm... Okay. So, as you <laughs> noticed, I'm, I'm a little... How you say, eh, impulsive. Uh, and so it would be nice to have some kind of, you know, instant healing power where uh, if I made a mistake such as that, as I just did, I would instantly heal. That would be wonderful. So um, how do you do that? He grabs you by the neck. He starts walking oh, oh. you backwards. He pushes you up against the wall, takes your other dagger. And sticks it in your chest, and it ah! hurts like hot iron. And he pulls it back out, and he lets you go. Oh, son of a bitch! Why the fuck did you do that? And it ah. starts healing. What? Tonight's the full moon, you idiot. Tonight your power's stronger than it will be for another thirty days. But I, any, when I was bit by the wolf, it didn't, it didn't heal instantly. I, I it didn't. Because you weren't blessed then. Now you're blessed. And the creature that bit you, it was still it still hadn't accepted the gift. It was still an animal. Did you kill this beast that bit you? No. Then you're forever going to be its bitch. That that animal that lives inside of you. You should honor it, respect it, love it. But you are not its master. He is your master. Why do you think this is? This... How am I supposed to become a master? Kill this beast? Of, he's in a town that's hundreds of miles away, and I, I, there's no way I could find this creature in order to kill it. So you understand. You must prove to the monster inside you that you are the alpha. I am not the alpha in this room. I am the alpha of the beast that's inside of me. I am its boss. I am its master. It obeys me. Not because it must, but because it chooses to. How? I, any time, in the past couple days, I've been experiencing things that I am exceptionally uncomfortable with. It, we got into a battle, and as soon as I 
smelled blood. I, I got so into the fight and I, and I just ripped his throat out. And I just couldn't help myself. And I just don't, I can't, I can't do that. I that can't, tasted that can't good. be a part of my Did it taste good? It tasted delicious. And it was your enemy you killed? Yes. And did this enemy deserve to die? Yes. Then why does it matter you, you kill him by ripping his throat out? Why does that matter? That you enjoyed a good meal while you killed your enemy? That's Should you not... just kill it and leave it there to rot for the crows to eat? Or should you not fill your belly and gorge yourself on your victory? That's not human. That's, That's not... That's human? We've been doing it for years. You kill a deer in the woods, you cook it on a fire, and then you eat it. So this That's animal on a fire. That's sport. This is this is raw. What did you think we ate before we learned how to make fire? We ate animals raw to survive. Men eat raw animals in the woods when they cannot light fires because enemies would find them and kill them in their sleep. They eat their kills raw. We can do this thing. All men can do this thing. You choose ah. not to do this thing because you're some sentimental little southern person. I have no control. There's no, there's, uh, there's nothing that could stop me from doing this to one of my friends. No, you won't have control because you're the bitch. Well, then how do I stop being the bitch then? You have to prove to the animal that you're not the bitch. Go kill the animal that made you. That's not possible. I told you this. This is not possible to find. There are I thousands of this. werewolves in this town. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm just a poor little bitch. I can't do this. I'm going to go suck on your teeth. Go suck on your teeth and not do anything good because ah, I'm a little bitch. I just bitch. stab him over and over and over again with my dagger. <laughs> he looks at you like, and what was that supposed to accomplish? I don't know, but you're pissing me off. Why are you, you mad me, at you, me? Because I call you bitch. Because you're a bitch. You give me no recourse. That is. Do you know where this has animal? Any kind of possibility. Do you know where this animal is? No, I do. I know the town. That is literally all I know. Then you have a nose. You can find it. Not tonight. Tonight you're going to turn into a hairy animal and try to eat everybody. But yeah, tomorrow maybe. Tonight we'll lock you in cage and you'll be okay. You won't eat anybody. We'll feed you rabbits. Or maybe bad men. Or maybe just people. <sighs> then you go back to this town. You find the bitch that did this to you. You kill it. You have control over the animal inside you and it will no longer control you. But you have to remember, you are not its master because it has to be. It will choose to follow you. It will choose to listen to you. You have to feed that animal or it'll turn on you. Feed the animal? So I have to become this thing? No, but you have to let it be. Every once in a while, you know, you're in a fight and you kill a monster, you should eat that monster. You know, Is there a cure for this? Why would you want to be cured? You just stabbed is me six there, times. Is there a cure? For no. This? No, it's a blessing. Why would there, why would anybody try to find a cure for something that makes you one of the gods chosen warriors? We In are Broden's chosen warriors. When he says Broden, the whole room goes. Oh, oh. I do not live. You talked of me. I am. I am from the south. We do not live like this. Nobody's I am not perfect. a Broden. Be, but you can be better. Why I would, couldn't live like this, and I couldn't live like this. Then in the we'll south. get some silver, and we'll kill you, or we'll wait until tomorrow where you're not so strong, and we'll kill you then. And then you don't have to live like this, or you can go and find the beast that did this to you, kill it, prove that you are the master. Every once in a while, you go and hunt and you kill things, and you don't have to transform. Not like what's going to happen tonight. That's going to hurt. 
So you're saying if I control this beast, then it doesn't control me. Right. Inside of me. It's like a pet. Can you... Have you had a pet before? Had a pet rat once. A pet what? Rat? Yes. That doesn't count. That's weird. (laughs) You South people are weird. Come, we we lock you in cage. You think about this in the morning. If that is what needs to be done, then... Or we could let you out and you go kill a whole bunch of people. Maybe your friends. Maybe you meet someone that's stronger than you. Another berserker gang with a, a, a silver sword to cut off your head. Maybe you make another berserker gang and he's smart enough to come and kill you because you made him. And then, you know, none of so us you're here... Saying, so, so if I bite somebody and they do not die, they will become... Yes. Werewolf? Yes. And we seeking me out to kill me. Uh, only if they came from the north because they know the rules and they're smart. The ones that cannot kill the ones that made them, they're just animals. Like, go to the... In that town you talk of. The ones we, we hear... We hear it, the calling, the town. The town is calling to all of us, to the animal inside us. We all feel that the, the beast inside of us wants to go to that town. And what will happen to you tonight? How Nothing. will you not turn into a, into a, one of these savage creatures? Because I'm, I'm the master of my, my beast. Because I killed the thing that made me. Yeah, are you guys just walking around killing each other? That seems no, kind no, of counterproductive. No, no, you know, you think about it. If a berserker gang is made but it can't kill the one that makes it it goes wild and it will make others eventually one of those others is strong enough to kill the one that made it but there's still others out there that are too weak or too stupid to do the job they're out there in the wild too some of them uh go south some most of them now have gone off to the town in the south it's calling us the town in the south this is the place this is the place that is calling. That That is the place well, where then. I was made. Well, then, now you know where the animal is. Go find and kill it and leave me alone. Are you saying that there are other berserkers that are heading in that direction? No, berserker gang are strong. We don't need to, to go down there, but we can feel the animal inside us being called. But the ones that aren't berserker gang, the ones that are just wild animals, the ones like you, they're pups, they go. You should go. Why? I don't want to be the... the Berserker gang for uh, a demon in some city. I am uh, I'm Broden's berserker gang. Well, shouldn't you then? Then isn't this a uh, bastardization of of these animals? Wouldn't you want to put them down, your brothers, these wild creatures? Wouldn't you want to put them down so that they would get peace? Well, I don't care if they have peace. Why mm. should I go there? Aren't they part of your pack? One of the other ones looked at you. Mike. And they start talking. And that's kind of what it sounds like to you. Are there a lot of monsters in this town? There are a ton of monsters in this town. That whole town is basically alive with evil energy. So It's a good if, place to get honor. Ah, fuck honor. Glory? Glory, fine. Just pick a pick a synonym. So so if we go to this place and we kill a bunch of monsters, will we survive? I don't know. Are you strong enough? So you don't think that we could survive that place? Mm. Think about your answer. I have to give your answer to the rest of the room here. Think about it real smart. Am I going to? Are my people going to survive if we go to this town and kill the ferals? Survive a battle with a town that is filled with wraiths, ghosts, vampires, werewolves, filling every single street of this town. Do I think that you will survive... Definitely not. 
Smart guys. Now I think we can go. Not today. Today we lock you in cage. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow you decide if you're going to be a berserker gang or if we're going to chop off your head and then eat you. Well, I guess then I'll be a berserker gang. That sounds, I mean, that's, of those two options, that's what I would choose. Fine, lock me in the cage. If that's, if that is what needs to happen for my friends to be safe, for these people to be safe, lock me in your cage. Locking you in the cage is only going to keep you safe tonight. Killing the other monster will keep your friends safe forever. Is this only going to happen? Will I only become completely uncontrollable on a night where the moon is full? Harder to control, closer to the full moon. Well, that makes sense. But the powers are also weaker. Your ability to track, to smell, uh, resistance to damage, healing. That's not as strong after the full moon. It gets stronger closer to the full moon. And if you master the animal, it's still not as strong. You have to let it out a little bit more. The more I release the beast... Uh, the stronger you the, are. The stronger I become. And, but the more dangerous the animal is. The less control I have. How ah, you're getting it. It's your pet. Oh, right now you're the pet. Right, right. I'm sucking out teats. I get it. All right. Lock me in your cage. <laughs> I'm ready. You guys are uh, taken onto a ship, and uh, Greybeard gives orders to take the, you guys out to your ship, which they know exactly where it is. They've known your ship isn't actually that far off, and they've been keeping a wary eye on it. Quite frankly, I'm shocked that they haven't looted and pillaged it yet. They don't have to. They were going to give you guys at least a couple days to find out if you know, you're know you still coming back or not. What nice people. <laughs> so while we're on this boat going down, I guess, a, a river out mm-hmm. to the sea. Yeah. Uh, Lefty and I are, are chilling, you know, like the Vikings are ignoring us as usual. And I'm like, oh, hey, uh, so you uh, implied some sexy stuff with Jack. What's that about? Well, I mean, I've grown a lot since we met Jamala, and I haven't really had many adult prospects. And I just thought since he was a pirate and I'm a pirate, we could do some pirate things together. What, like scuttlebutt and battening down the hatches? <laughs> yeah, totally. And, you know, Picking out what's doing in the cargo it. hold. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we, we have a good time. There's been the, you know, the boys that come around when we pay the money sometimes, and... But Jack, really, he's gross. I mean, yeah, but if you look at him like he's not gross, look, Jamal, I don't really have any other options. Well, um, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a, a random, handsome penis, I, I, I suppose. 
I mean, at least we should do it once before we inevitably kill him or get him killed. Uh, I guess so. Uh, seems like you don't want to kill him, though. It's weird. We can't trust the guy, you know? And in you, I mean, you can't trust him not to, you know, uh, wherever he wants it, probably. And, and who knows where that thing's been? Come on! It's probably got barnacles. <laughs> barnacles. <laughs> You're probably right. I mean, he's not here, so what's it matter anyway? We're probably just going to end up killing him. I mean, the princess certainly wouldn't like that. Would she? I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't, I, I, the, the, though, though now that I think about it, I, does she care? I don't I don't know. It would be kind of weird, but... I think she still sees him as an asset, and that's one of the reasons why she sent him with you. Yeah, we, sh- we certainly haven't been treating him like an asset. But no, has... you've been treating him like an ass, but... Yeah, well, he and he is admittedly an ass. But look, Lefty, I mean, be it far from me to tell you whom to share your bed with, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I would do an awful lot... It's true, you would. (laughs) I've seen some of it. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we, uh, when this is all over, we can take another one of our fabulous vacations and then, you know, get all the man meat that we can lay our filthy little hands on. All right, I can go for that. But, you know, again, you're my best friend. Just, you know, do do what you gotta do, but... uh, Jack's, Jack's real gross, in my opinion. Just my two chips there. Just my two chips. I appreciate it, Jamala. I think all this being on the seas made me go a little cuckoo. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, look, I mean, there's probably some of the crew are kind of strapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shovel guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding, Jamala. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So they take you back to your boat where you meet the crew, shovel guys on the boat, and the Northlanders kind of look around your boat kind of puzzled because it's big and weird to them. But a uh, shovel guy comes up to Lefty. Oh, hey, Captain. How you doing, Captain? Good. We missed you. I missed you too, Captain. Wait. Have you seen Jack around? No. He's cocked an eyebrow at you like, why are you looking for Jack? Well, like the cockroach he is, he scampered off. Jack got away. Uh, yeah. You want to go get a shovel and go find him? No, no, wait. We, we think he might try to come here, so it, we're probably better off if you stay here with your shovel. Just keep an eye out for any uh, shadowy figures. Uh, if he should, I should kill him, right? Yeah, sure. Well, maybe ask first, but definitely restrain him. Well, so I should go find you. Ask him if I should kill him first. Yeah. I should ask you first. Yeah. So you're going to stay here? Yeah, you should stay here. No, are you going to stay here? For a little bit, just for like a day or two. Oh, on the ship? Yeah. Right, Jamala? Um, I thought we were supposed to like try to catch Jack and then come back to the village and get ready to, to travel while Barty's, you know, indisposed. And, um, yeah, we should we should be in hot pursuit of Jack. Okay, 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 I got this figured out. <laughs> we're going to we'll be in hot we're, we're going to since he's not here go around and try to find him because clearly he must be headed here and uh shovel guy if you see him uh 
restrain him. Try not to kill him because Barty might want to kill him later. You know, I'm just trying to appease Shovel Guy's sensibilities of killing Jack, right? True. Barty might want to kill him later. So beat him up and take him captive and uh, and tell and tell him that uh, he's not to abandon us with, uh, because the princess ordered it. And uh, we'll be back. Okay, so, so Jack, come back. I cut off his legs in time to amass. And you guys come back and kill him. I, you don't want him to get away, right? Well, yeah. You know, I cut off his leg and you know, it's you, time to amass. You could break his legs. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, totally. Yeah, acceptable. You could if you have to. Or if I want to. Only if you have to, shovel guy. If I have to want to. Um, yes. All right, Captain. Boy, I sure hope he doesn't come on the ship. <laughs> yeah. So, where right. else would we try to find him? All right, uh, Northlanders, let's get back on the shore and attempt to track this guy down. He's got to be somewhere here. Okay. Can you, can you like, detect him with magic or something, Jamala? <laughs> uh, that's not, uh, not my, uh, not my wheelhouse. Um, but, uh... I don't know. I'm getting the head shakes. <laughs> There's been nothing you've got that will do that. Well, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> that, I'm, I'm very aware of that. Um, do, 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 do they send any men to track him? No, they didn't find any reason to. Well, shovel guy, make sure that there's always multiple people patrolling the deck. Don't let anybody sneak in. Jack is a slippery one. Okay. And uh, we'll be back soon, we hope. So you guys get back onto yeah. the uh, long ship and you're heading back up river to the back to the town. Well, that was fruitless, but at least they're ready for Jack to come back if that's what happens. And you know he's not there. Their ship is safe. Yeah. So does that mean maybe he's back at the flying ship? You guys probably would have crossed paths at some point. I talked to one of the Northlanders. So if you were leaving the camp... Where would you, where would you go to get away? I don't understand the question. Okay, here's a different version of the question. So, say this guy runs away, and he's trying to escape somewhere. Where do you think he would go, if not to the ship? Where, where might, where might he get stuck, or attacked, or ensnared? Anywhere. There's a big open country. Where's the first closest place to where he disappeared that he might get ensnared? Well, here's one thing you guys want, want to think about. This is, you know, completely out of character, but he doesn't know anything about this land. So even if there was such a place, he would not know to head there. He'd just be wandering aimlessly, just trying to find some place to... to I mean, he's a clever guy, so he's going to find a way to, to survive, but... My thought was like, you know, is he going to to follow a trail of natural resources that seem like... He would follow a river or a stream or something, but he would see you guys long before you'd see him. Yeah, all right. Well, um, let's, uh, let's prep for this trip. Maybe we'll find Greybeard in a mead hall and, uh, party with these Northlanders. Maybe, uh, maybe they can satiate... Uh, your voracious appetite. And maybe I can watch this time. <clears throat> so, you guys are going to go eat, drink. Lefty's going to try and hook up. Hello. Okay. Well, all of that is doable. They don't have any kind of prudish custom. So, maybe if you find a handsome, young, strapping uh, Northlander, 
you basically can just grab him by the shirt, pull him onto the floor, and have your way. <laughs> Convenient. Right here in right. front of all these people. Huh? <laughs> I said right here in front of all these people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> they wouldn't even stop to watch. They would just keep eating or drinking or might consider that an invitation, but I doubt it. You've seen you see them do that. Oh. <laughs> well, um So uh where's Greybeard at? Uh he's half drunk at one of the tables eating. And we were told that we are waiting until tomorrow morning when Barty's Yeah, just news from Barty and then you guys can head off. He's got scouts ready to go to take you to the dragon's bed. Okay. Well, I cut my sit down to him. Well, Barty's not going to be happy, but that little bastard Black Pepper Jack is nowhere to be found, so all that's left is to get ready for tomorrow. What's happening tomorrow? Ah! Oh, boy. I, 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 can, I take it I can probably smell his breath. Oh, yeah. You could light it on fire. <laughs> I, I certainly could, couldn't I? <laughs> yes, you could. <laughs> um, I, I playfully, like, poke him in the arm. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, mead! Food! And you are served. And you guys uh, pretty much are given whatever you want as far as food and drink and stuff. There's no reason not to. This is, as far as food and drink, this place is rich in it. Oh, hey! <laughs> Wait, so we've got two big foaming tankards of, of Mountain Dew. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, like, we've got, we're going to clink these tankards and it's going to be Lefty and Jamela's big Northlander party all night long doing whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's that sound? Yeah. for Galap? No? Okay, I'll just invite myself in. Kick off my, my, I'd say my shoes, but I got these bare feet covered in corns. Uh, so while I'm chewing one of those off, I'll just, uh, make myself real comfortable and, oh, did you, did you know that in order to, um, in order to keep, uh, Dungeons and Doritos on this monthly release schedule, the episodes have to be slightly shorter, it turns out. I'm just finding this out now, they never tell me anything. But, uh, tune in next month when in which <laughs> well, the, the clearly enthusiastic Lefty Cornet cries into a tankard uh, pining for the bone that could not be Now hello, Black Pepper Jack here. I won't be telling you my hiding spot presently but what I will tell you is that Dungeons and Doritos is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. If you like what you heard, please rate and review this program on iTunes 
Like and follow on SoundCloud and Audioboom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. Dungeons and Doritos was performed by Cap Blackard, Colin Peterson, Lefty Lucy, and Rule Nudson. It was designed and mixed by Colin Peterson, and edited by Logan Jenkins. The original score was composed and produced by Ryan McQuinn, Mike McQuinn, and Steve O'Bortz, and can be purchased at nerdyshow.bandcamp.com. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from Dungeons and & Doritos, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. You can also find a veritable horde of Dungeons & Doritos merchandise like comic books, t-shirts, and dice bags at nerdyshow.com store. Discover more Nerdy Show role-playing and audio dramas on our special feed for just that, Nerdy Show Theater. And be sure to follow the Nerdy Show Network on all your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, they've got it covered. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.